Hello, everyone. Welcome to the big-awaited Red Spurts podcast with Massey and Newman. I know a lot of, uh, well, I know a lot of Newman students have been begging for another episode. So, boys, if you're listening, this one's for you. Yeah, shout out to my boys on my track team. You guys subscribed, pass the word, and uh, let's get some more subscribers. Yes, and I apologize right now. I don't have much of a voice, and I also want to apologize. It's been about, what, two weeks since our last upload. Guys, we are coaches, and it is just crazy right now. When Newman has a meet on Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, or Thursday, I got a meet on Tuesday, Friday. So, it's hey, just – you know what? Uh, we're, we're here today to fill you guys in on the last couple of weeks of the Reds. If you're yes. like us and you're busy, then, you know, you can turn us on and uh, listen to us for 20, 20, 30 minutes. We'll get you all caught up on what We'll you get you all caught up on the Reds. We do have – a lot to talk about today in today's episode. I know a lot of Reds fans, this season hasn't started exactly how uh, a lot of maybe fans pictured it. Um, I know for me personally, it's not exactly how I pictured it, but it's still real, isn't it, Newman? Yeah, hang in there. The Reds are on a terrible road trip right now. Horrible. Which is, uh, looks better on paper than it is. It looks like they had a home game, two home games over the weekend with with the Cardinals, but instead those home games were in Monterey, Mexico. And, I like um, the stadium though. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was, it was awesome. Beautiful I would like to go watch the game there. If you uh, get a chance, look up Monterey, Mexico. It's a very beautiful area. You know, I know Mexico gets a lot of bad publicity on the news, but uh, check out that. You know, it's a really nice. looks Looks like a great vacation spot. But anyways, the Reds were down there, and then they flew to Los Angeles and didn't do so well there, and now they're in. San Diego. And they started off well in San Diego. Yes, we're kind of getting the worst out of the way, though. This yes. This is one of those West Coast swings that you always hate to hear about. Even if you look back at the old Big Red Machine days, you know, they talked about when they had to go to, go West, and it was uh, it's kind of rough, those road trips. Are. I like to get them out early in the season. I like to do that well. But, you know, uh, this last week in the season, a lot of people know how we started. We won opening day. Had some trouble there against the Brewers and the Pirates. And then we, we come back and we beat the Marlins three straight games. And it looked – actually won four straight games because we beat the Cardinals that first game in Mexico. Uh, it, it finally looked like the bats were finally coming alive. Uh, the pitching's been decent, my, minus the loser we're going to talk about in our opinion today. But um, we thought the bats were finally alive. And then I think we kind of hit a big stumbling block when we played the Cardinals again. We kind of had some terrible innings, two innings in that game. I think it was the second, the seventh. And and after the Reds came back and uh, tied the game, uh, eighth inning, we just had an inning that just blew up. I think it was uh, four to four. Eighth and, inning, uh, I think, was when. Amir Garrett yeah. was in there. Yeah, and they just started – I think they hit like three home runs or something. Yeah, or, ended up being nine, four real they hit like nine grand slams that inning or something crazy. Yeah, crazy. And then ever since then, the bats have been silent once more. Yes. When are these bats going to start awakening that we have been promised so much? So, Newman, let's first talk about – we don't have to really much talk about the Cardinals, guys. We beat them the first game. Kind of blew up on us the second game. Dodgers series, Newman. This was a late night for most of you Reds fans. I know me, a lot of it was me just following on my phone watching highlights because I was falling asleep at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, so. thank goodness for DVR. I DVR'd a couple games and caught up on them. One game, the, uh, the game I watched, actually fell asleep, woke back up to the cheering of fans. Unfortunately, it was the Dodgers fans. Mm-hmm. was uh, the game where the Reds were ahead up until the end. And then uh, Ray Sell Iglesias, which we'll talk more about later. Gave up the uh, home run there in the end and blew the save. 
that was the uh, that was the one game I watched. Uh, Sonny Gray finished the series with uh, nine strikeouts. Had one bad probably pitch, not even a bad inning, but one bad pitch. Ended up with AJ Pollock hitting a three run home run. Still a decent outing. I think six innings pitch. With three he's pitching run. better. He is pitching better. He's pitching like he's pitching like an ace. He had one yep. bad game. Uh, 279 ERA going into his next start here, and uh, nine strikeouts over six innings. Looked really good. Looked really sharp in that game. Uh, again, one bad pitch. I don't even want to say bad. One bad inning. One bad batter. He hung a breaking ball, and it got he just got smashed. smashed. Well, and here's the thing: everybody's freaking out about Sonny after his first start. Like, oh my gosh! It's like, guys, this guy's been pitching in the AL. He's got to get used to his new stadium. I mean, he's going to be fine, and he's been pitching like an ace most recently. But I think definitely my main concern, and I know you, this is Newman's loser because Newman likes to do his winners and losers. I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way because I just want to talk about it, has been our closer, um, Raciel Iglesias. And I'm telling you right now, I, I don't know what to do about this guy, man. There's a concern there. Because I, I felt like he was one of the definites coming into the season, like we have a closer. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. And spring uh, happened. Was the and Cowboy, maybe? Uh, one of the Reds uh, analysis, uh, anal, analysts um, made the comment that they kind of thought something about Ray Sell's work ethic during spring training, that he could kind of thought he could turn it on and turn it off. And they they kind of questioned that. They didn't really come out and, like, call him out for it. But it was kind of alluded to that he probably did not come in in the best shape and probably didn't work that hard in spring training. And this is all kind of hitting him in the face now. Yeah. For uh, for uh, for a look on the positive side, he did turn in a very good inning last night. Saved, Finally, saved the game. Yes. Actually, his third save of the year. So, yes. You know, he has had some bright spots there, and he uh, struck out the side against the Padres for a four I, to, four to one win last night. Well, and I think the thing that people are kind of freaking out about is he's not. I know he's had three saves already, but he hasn't necessarily. You know, he's usually consistent with that. It was, you know, he comes in, it's over kind of thing. And there was, and I didn't think, I think, I thought he had a crap spring. And I, I almost believe the Cowboy in a sense of what he's saying that maybe, because I also saw some articles where David Bell was saying he wasn't even the for sure closer. And so I was like, well, I, I thought Bell was just maybe doing something to try to rile us all up. But then I'm like, well, maybe these things are true. Maybe he's not working hard. So he doesn't know who's going to be the closer. But, Big positive in the right direction. Maybe they lit a fire under him saying, listen, if you don't start putting this together, you're going to lose your spot or something. And he's like, all right, I'll bring it. And he brought the heat last night against a very decent Padres team who's played well so far. Yeah, just a uh, big-time speculation and uh, just to start maybe some trouble and some rumors. Uh, how about Kimbrell? He's still out there. Yeah. What if we uh, are in contention and need a closer? Yeah. Uh, Craig Kimball's out there. Not not many better than Craig Kimball. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing is is if I think I say you give Iglesias his shot, still see if this maybe last night was his turnaround. If it starts getting bad consistency, you don't even have to worry about it. But he is still out there. Kimbrell is still out there. What have you thought so far? I want to talk about the bats in a little bit, but what have you thought about the pitching overall as a whole, as a bullpen, as starters? Um, I know a lot of people are kind of shocked thinking our pitching has been better than we thought. Our, I mean, everybody thought we were going to score 10 runs a game and lose 11 to 10. What have you thought of the pitching well, so far, you, Newman? You have, you have four starters who have pitched about as good as you could expect. Yes. Tanner Roark last night was solid. He's been very great. Good, very good last night. Yes. I think a 360 ERA over the, the season. 
And then uh, under three is uh, Sonny Gray, as we already mentioned, and Tyler Miley. Tyler Miley has pitched uh, about as well as can be expected so if far. He, if he keeps pitching like this and Descafani keeps screwing around, someone's going to be out of there. Yeah, and of course, Luis Castillo, again, has pitched like an ace. Yes. I'm really impressed with him. I, I got a chance to watch him the other day, and uh, he mixes his pitches well. The velocity is back up. That was a concern mm-hmm. at the end of last season and throughout the year last year. You know, he's he's consistently 95, 96, 97, and that 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 just makes his change up better. When you have that 10-mile-an-hour difference, it's usually what you're looking for. He's done that very well. Um, and then that gives you four starters who have performed very, about as well as yeah. anybody in baseball. Dee Sclafani is the uh, odd man out right now. He's kind of the outlier, to use our math term, since we're yeah. getting ready for our show. Outlier. Soon. Yes. He's the outlier. I don't even and know so what that means. So that is that is the that is I was the not data. good at math. That is not part of the rest of the data set. He so, is the outlier. His seven thirty six ER. He sucked compared to the rest of the pitchers, and he's going to yes, get sent down. Exactly, man. Yes. Very okay. Good, very good. Well, I'll tell you what. Castilla, uh, Castilla's my favorite guy on the team. I'll tell you something I like about him, and I saw it on opening day first, and every time he's pitched, and even Sonny Gray's starting to bring this. But he pitches with some swag, and he pitches angry. And I think he goes after guys, and he's not scared, especially I like to see that in Great American. So, I, I mean, I kind of like the idea. Uh, no, but a lot of people are like, why is Sonny Gray not starting on opening day? But I really think Castilla has become our number one, in my opinion. And, and Sonny Gray's been good. You know, we talked about that, but Castilla has really – just stepped up, and I really like what I'm seeing out of him. And I, lo- I like his ERA. attitude, man. Yeah, 142 ERA, yeah. 30 strikeouts and four starts. That's great. Um, Di Sclafani, you know, he probably needs to understand that, you know, David Bell, this is – David Bell believes in competition. This is a competition. And Alex Wood has been injured. He actually is with the team right now in San Diego. Yes. He's been pitching some extended spring training. Expected to be back sometime in May. So, you're looking at, at the most, probably a month out. And if things don't change, you know, I, I figure Alex Wood is going to take Di Sclafani's spot if he doesn't pitch anybody. Yeah, and and like you said, a lot of people, I, I think Alex Wood definitely. I, I just think Di Sclafani, I don't think you can justify sending Miley down and Di Sclafani up no, right now. And, and competition breeds success. You, you look at look at Robert Stevenson. You know, his ERA is like one something right now. He pitched a big inning last night, and uh, that really that really may you know makes makes the team better if you have guys that are battling for spots. It makes makes them perform better, and I think that you know we're in it to win it. And I, yeah, and I think our bullpens really surprised people in a sense of how competitive they are. That was because everybody says that was the worry in the off season, and you know, um, but they've been really, really competitive, and um, just I like I just like what I've seen so far. And uh, you think we have one of the well, right now statistically we have one of the best start, starting. Uh, and I said bullpen, but starting rotations um, in the. In the majors at this point. Yeah, if you're um, catching this broadcast on Friday, uh, tonight is uh, Di Sclafani's start at San Diego. Mm-hmm. That's a big ballpark. It should be a hitter's ballpark. See how he responds to that. See if things turn out a little better for him. You know, I'm rooting for the guy, but then again, you know, we have to have to also win ball games. Right now, we're six and twelve, and uh, David Bell and the team seem to be a little frustrated. David Bell, of course, has been ejected twice so far this year on the young season in 18 games. And I think we should get used to this because I'm pretty sure he led the minors his last uh, coaching stint in Louisville in ejections. I think he gets mad pretty easily. Uh, so, what did Homer Newman used to say? Uh, well, he said, you know, he, 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 a part of his body is red. And we're talking about the uniform. Um, kind of like uh, a uh, reference. This is a PG show, so sort of like a reference to a donkey. Another word for a donkey. Red and butt. He, 
He, you know, instead of <laughs> he caught the pink eye, he, he caught the red butt. Yes, exactly. rear end to to use uh, for for use of a better word. Yes, gluteus maximus, exactly. red gluteus maximus. So David Bell tends to get a little red. And so and does the Osiel Puig when he tried. Have we talked about – wait, did we have a podcast before that fight? I don't think so. Because Yasiel Puig went red on that too. Exactly. And he, sure he tried to take on the entire Pittsburgh Pirates organization. It was spectacular. He sure did. And I think Yasiel Puig would have won. I, I wanted – I was sick of Votto not letting him fight. Yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, well, just let Barnhart, him go. Tucker Barnhart said, you know, I, you know, I, I tried and failed. He, he he says there's no way to take him down. Yeah, there's – okay. But anyway, uh, we were talking about the starting uh, pitching. What do you all think about the starting pitching? I think it's been definitely our winners. I'm going to say the whole starting rotation minus Discofani has been winners so far this Agreed. season. Agreed. Okay. Now what? Do you, now my next question, and a lot of people's big, some people's worry. What have you thought about the bullpen and how how they've been so far? Ups and downs, in my opinion. Uh, Glacius is probably the down. Yep. Obviously, but, uh, he's he's blown some saves. He's looked kind of shabby there. He's obviously in the hot seat. Where he said that, you know, he's a pro though with a track record, and probably things work out in the end for him. We're hoping, you know, being optimistic on that. Once the bats start turning around and the pitching performs as expected, then, you know, I, th- I think you're going to see a turnaround. There, yeah. There's no way the hitters are going to hit this way all year long. Yeah, and, and that's my and that's what the, one of the big topics I want to talk about. My biggest issue is we got excited about all these trades. We've talked about these trades, the way some of these guys hit in spring training, and everybody thought our pitching was the worry, but our pitching's been the best part, and now we're not scoring runs for these guys. Newman, what is going on with our bats? Is it something to do with uh, climate change, uh, the uh, barometric pressure, or whatever they say on the Weather Channel? Uh, it is, could be the Mexican water, you know. Or the, probably maybe maybe they got some bad water down there. You know how it goes. I don't know, but that might be the one reason. But also, I mean, if you watch Puig and Kemp the first couple games in Cincinnati, it looked like they were in that movie Cool Runnings. Remember those guys get to Canada and they looked like they were freezing? Yeah. It looked like Puig was like literally wearing an Eskimo suit while he was playing. Well, it's hard to tell. You know, between the Mexican water and the skyline chili, you know, both of those can tear me up really bad. So, maybe it did them too. I don't know. You know so, it's hard to tell. So, what do you think of the hitting so far? What's going on? Well, the hitting obviously has been awful. We've shown quite a bit of power, though. You know, you got Derek Dietrich hitting the ball really, really hard. He looks like he's one of these guys that are out there on the Sunday league, Sunday afternoon softball league, trying right. to crack the crack the ball five million feet. But you know, he's uh, hit some home runs for what it's worth. And he also has spells his name the correct way, Derek. He does spell his name the correct way? Sorry, and he's, and he's from Ohio. Yes, yeah, and so. and he has a he has a good time while playing. I, and I I like that they've been playing him more. He was kind of a day to day guy. Well, I, he arguably started the fight, you know, with his watching and observing the uh, Pittsburghs. Pittsburgh scenery there. When he, yeah, he, well, he was observing the scenery, and then he lifted his bat off the – well, he threw the bat. But anyway. Well, one of the, not the Reds riders, but one of the national riders said, you know, there's the um, – you know what, Chris Archer, maybe you shouldn't throw such crappy pitches, and then you wouldn't have to worry about guys. Then you went hitting in the freaking river. That would be the solution for Chris Archer. One These guys the don't want guys to bat players. flip, throw better. He's one of the most overhyped uh, I'm just saying. pitchers in the Listen, I'm not an old-fashioned guy. If people want one bat flips, throw better. Yeah. Don't Chris let Archer, them hit one in the – Chris Archer's trash. You let freaking Derek Dietrich hit one in the river. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Chris but he's been a definite winner in my opinion. He has. He has. Uh, and he hits – and he gets big hits in big moments. by the Reds. Yes. Uh, we talked about it on previous broadcasts. You were very big on him in the offseason. He has filled a spot, particularly with Jeanette out. Uh, they kind of 
played him probably a little bit more than what they thought they were going to. Then uh, they originally had Peraza there for quite a bit, and Glacis is short, but De- Derek Dugis played quite a bit. Um, I think Suarez will come around. You know, Votto hit his shot. Good to see Votto with a little power last night. Um, First and, ever leadoff home run for Joey Votto. Spot, which that's something that we had actually talked about in our uh, preseason broadcast was who to put in the one spot. And, you know, we talked about Jesse Winker with a high on base percentage. Joey Votto, with this club, you know, you're going to steal a lot of bases. So, Joey Votto in the leadoff spot, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I think the rest of the guys are going to come around. It's just taking a little while. And, uh, you know, maybe Turner Ward, the new hitting coach, is doing some different things with them. And it's taking it's a little bit while to, to uh, catch on. So, let's give him a chance. Well, and, and a lot of people were freaking out about Winker. He's hitting the ball better. I mean, I mean, maybe not great shot, but he he hit better in Mexico and things like that. I think yeah, he's Jesse, hitting the ball harder. And I, I, yeah, exactly. And I think Jesse Winker, Clay Massey, if you were listening to my brother, he's big on Jesse Winker right now. He, well, he wasn't at the beginning of the season, but now he is. And a lot of these guys, it's starting to come around. Um, a lot of people are freaking out about Puig. But, guys, listen, Puig tries to hit a – a home run every time he steps up to the plate. I mean, yeah, he, and that's something that Turner Ward emphasizes too. Is he emphasizes, um, you know, being aggressive within the strike zone and trying to hit the ball hard, and that's part of it, I think. And now I think the average will come along just after they get used to that approach. Right now, I think the, they're over over processing what he's telling them as far as being aggressive in the strike zone. Yes, I think the strike zone is a he he needs to narrow the strike zone a little bit because I think right now they're being aggressive. Period. And trying to uh, slam everything into the river, you know, just like Derek Dietrich, I guess. Yes. Uh, did Clayton Kershaw give uh, Yasiel Puig a home run in his first game back in the Dodgers? A nudge, nudge, he wink, crushed wink. that thing. And you know, maybe the catchers in on that. I think, the, and I think the people, the the Dodgers fan, like to see it too. So they cheered him on. They cheered him on. You know, it's not WWE, but I think there may have been. He was all over that. There was a pinch on the hip saying, buddy, this one's coming down the middle. Scripted scripted uh, offering there for that. I mean, it looked a lot more scripted than Bryce Harper's home run in Washington when yeah, he went he, back. Now, that one looked angry. But first of all, it was awful tough on the rest of the, rest of the guys. He, he let it go. It looked like – I mean, that was that was Puig's arguably his best hit of the year. I mean, so I just was curious if you all thought that he maybe left that one over the plate. Okay, so, so far in this 2019 season, Newman, winners and losers, uh, just as a, a, you said your pitchers, but winners and losers in our lineup – um, and you can even talk about fielding, how that's been going so far. I really like Jose Iglesias. I'm going to talk about him. I really have liked him in that short spot. is Luis Castillo. Yes. I, this may sound like the same as the other podcast, but let me tell you, uh, a guy that, you know, that's a young guy that has developed and has the repertoire to be a number one, that was one of the criticisms of all the trades the Reds made. You know, does, is any of those guys a number one? And both Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray have shown the stuff that they can be legitimate number ones. They're under control for the next couple of years. So, Reds fans, that's, that is the two guys that you can kind of bank on you're going to see for the next couple of years. Uh, Luis Castillo's pitched really well. That's probably my winner for the start of the year. Now, who's your winner that's not a pitcher so uh, far? My winner that would not be a Because we know hitting's not been great, but so far, if you could say this guy's been a good – I know well, Derek Dietrich and stuff, but – I who, was going to say, I probably have to go with my guy Derek Dietrich. Yes. I, I, I feel like I called that free agent signing very well, and he's, he's more than justified that signing. So, I think Derek Dietrich has filled that role really well. You know, think about where the Reds would be without him. Yes. You know, we've played guys at second base that – you really probably don't even belong in the major leagues. 
uh, and some of them are in the minors. You know, remember the uh, uh, Phil Goslin? Remember him? Yes. Uh, remember the uh, Pennington guy uh, <laughs> that played shortstop for the A's or something? I can't even think of his first name. He's I don't remember his name. That's why. Yeah, that guy. They had him up here. You've you had some guys like that playing and uh, the past couple of years. No one near the caliber of Derek Dietrich. So, that was a good signing. Obviously, injuries are going to happen, unfortunately. And I think that would be my winner, non-pitcher, non, uh, position player winner. Yes, and I Luis Castillo would be my pitcher winner. But also, um, and I'm all for the bat, Derek Dietrich is probably my favorite player currently. But I, I have, like, some of the pickups just defensively. Like, I really like – uh, the way Jose Iglesias has played in that spot short and Flashes like that. I just think he's a good short. I just oh, like good defense. Um, and I mean, the bat's not been perfect minus opening day, but I really like that guy. I just think he plays hard for us. I really like Peraza still. And I don't and, know that we've seen that kind of defense uh, at shortstop in quite a while. Probably when Pokey Reese first came up, yeah. they played him as they played him short. Yeah, that's kind of the same level defense, I think. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, Pokey Reese played, played, ended up playing second. I just base. like how hard he's been playing for us. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so losers so far. And you, we know who your loser pitcher is. We said Rusiel Iglesias, not pitcher. Who's your losers so far this season? And that might segue into who I think we should be bringing up here. So. I don't know as far as a loser, like an individual loser. You know, right now the, the – the entire lineup's looking pretty weak. We're not doing real well as far as that goes. But I think it does go back to the hitting approach that's being stressed from the, the, the hitting coach. But I think they will come around. So, uh, I'm optimistic uh, on my – See, I'm not as optimistic. I don't like Scott Shebler. I'm being honest with you. I don't, probably a good pick. I don't like Scott Shebler. And Sinzel is getting healthier. I think when he is ready to go, it's time. Bring Nick freaking Senzel up to the – up to the and Nick Senzel it's right time. now is in extended spring training. Yes, I know he's hurt. I was not time, but he's hurt. But it's, he's, t- it's he time. Playing. I think you're probably looking at a month out. Probably. See it's how time, it man. Uh, Shebler, Shebler's excelled as a bench player. This is his first crack at being an everyday guy. I don't like it. Or a semi-everyday <laughs> guy. And they've already experimented with stuff like Jesse Winker in center field. Yeah. Which probably is not a good look. I don't think he's athletic enough That's to do it. That's not a good look. And I and it's nothing against Shebler's effort. He's a good athlete, but he's not hitting the ball great. I don't really love him in center. You got Phil Irvin playing center. Yeah, I just you know you they they've already I, I feel like they've already somewhat gave up on Scott Shebler yeah, in center field. Already. I just don't like back to that bench a, after about the first six games. I said I'm done, and I'm glad that he's not. I like Philip Irvin better than him. I don't well, like him, dude. I just don't like. Do I like you, him as a player. I just well, want do you be, like do you like Nick Senzel better than both? Yes, of course I do. You guys know how I feel about Nick well, Senzel. He should term. never have gotten hurt because he should have been moved up in the first place. Long term, I think that that is the that that is probably the look they're going to go with. I don't think this revolving door of center fielders is going to work. Yeah, uh, the corner outfielders probably probably that's fine. You know, you got. But if you thought of Kemp so far, an older guy, and uh, he probably needs his days here and there. Uh, Puig, I think Puig. Needs to be semi regular to, to get his. Well, advice. you said Puig something earlier before. You said something earlier before we started the podcast that worries me about Puig is he turn it on when he, is he kind of like Iglesias turns it on when he wants to, kind of doesn't when he doesn't feel like it. Because I've also seen him catch some balls, like slamming into the wall, like the one down the first baseline where he had a really good catch, and he got real jacked up about it. So 
I mean, I don't know. He's like, definitely an emotional guy. I think yeah. he plays better. Does he turn it on better? Or I mean, I, I think him. I think, like we said earlier, there was a nudge, nudge, wink, wink, and that was that the the home run in L.A. Yeah, I think anything. But he had a good home run in uh, Mexico, though. I mean, uh, the one yeah. solid one. Well, and, I think and, he will too. I, and and you know, he's he likes playing baseball. Everybody has their good days and bad days, and he rides a lot on emotions. So emotionally, if he's Feeling good, he's feeling good. He's, feeling he's also he's used to sold out. Well. He's so, he's used to sold out L.A. Dodger games pretty consistently, and I don't know if maybe these early Reds games where it's still not summer, people working. Yeah. I don't know if he's just not. He's maybe not getting as jacked up because there's not as many people in the stands. I don't know. Well, the bottom line is he's getting paid the same amount of money regardless. Play of hard, dude. People in the stands are not. I'm just saying. No, I know that. I'm saying is he doing this because? Is I mean, I'm saying. I had a group of boys tell me one time, we don't have anybody watch our games. That's why we don't play good. Okay, so. <laughs> Let's hope not. I mean, <laughs> so. He's played road games with the Dodgers where, you know, they haven't they, – the, the stadium has not been filled. You okay. Know, you play, if, if you play in Tampa Bay, that's your daily that's your daily ritual. You show up and play for about uh, 500 people. I also had just something pop in my mind. Is there any news on Scooter? What's going on with that? I haven't heard anything. Okay, because I think he's been in the – I saw him with like a walker in the – in the dugout one day. Well, the eight to twelve weeks is still a long way away. Yeah. So it's okay. Probably gonna be a while. All right. Well, so 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 far that's our winners and losers this season. Newman, uh, you see you're typing there something on your phone. Was that for this podcast? I was actually. Figuring I see you out, calculating something. I was actually figuring out that David Bell is on pace for 18 injections. <laughs> I thought you were doing one of your like ERA things or something, and nah, you're doing nah, the ejection it's, percentage. It's, it's how many ejections he's on. Facebook. You know what's crazy about him? He doesn't look like he has any emotion, and then all of a sudden, it's oh, like it's great, bang! Though. It's great though. You know, you haven't really seen that because you got Brian Price, and Brian Price. It was almost like he should be the dad coach. He's like the dad coach. Like, you're, hey, good job, buddy. You just struck out for the ninth let's time go, in a row. Guys, let's all get a hey. Slushy. Listen, yeah, let's go get a – hey, we're all going to Pizza Hut after the game. Like, that was Brian Price. Who and, brought no bakes? Yeah, exactly. And now and now with our new coach, it's like, yeah, he's just way more into – I don't know. But he just looks kind of like mean all the time, and yeah. I kind of like that. Brian Price, except for his profanity uh, tirade he had right before he got fired. You guys remember that? Yeah, remember I mean, that? Well, of course. Oh, man, where he repeatedly said one word that started with an F over and over again. What Fish? Uh, friends, Frog, friends, fans, fantastic. I don't know what word you're talking about. This is a par- this is failure. That uh, was a failure. This is so a fa- this is a, pl- applicable this is a family show. Yes, family. It meant family. That, okay, David Bell, that, Brian Brian Price was looked like he should be driving the minivan. Exactly. And I think that's how he conducted his team, and not David and Bell. Not David Bell. No. Well, because that Pirates game when he went out there. It was awesome. I thought he was going to fight the 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 ump himself, and well, I thought he was going to fight Bell, the pitcher. David Bell probably grew up watching some uh, Lou Pinella back in the day, throwing and, uh, a base. Yeah, and I like it. You know that. If nothing else, it's like the old Huntington Huntington Blizzard hockey games. Right, you that remember that. Your if class will not know what you're talking what, about. If, yeah, they will not. But you know, you, you older listeners such as myself, yes, will understand this. You know, whenever, Big Sandy uh, Superstore Arena. Whenever we were at Big Sandy Superstore Arena and the Huntington <laughs> Blizzards getting beat eight to zero, well, someone would just start a fight, man. And it was great. And everyone I remember, cheered. Everyone stayed around. Bought more hot dogs and popcorn. And it's going to work. And I remember. You, I remember a guy lost his exciting. a guy lost his tooth against at the Blizzards and they couldn't find it on the ice. And I remember thinking, this is the greatest day of my life. If that starts happening at Reds games, you're going to get my ticket. 
Exactly. It doesn't matter if we're down eight to nothing or not. David Bell, keep it going, man. So, what do you think of David Bell so far this season? Do you like how he's managing he's very the team? Passionate, obviously. Passionate is the good part, we but seen a lot this whole analytical thing. What do you think? Well, he's he's messing around a little bit with the lineup, trying to find a fit, which is okay. I think that's good, and he has to. You know, you have to make changes. I think we keep Votto at the leadoff. You know, you're six and twelve, and at the time before the before the Marlins, they were one and eight. And you had to make some changes there, you know. Did you feel like he was bringing pitchers out too early at the beginning of the season? I, I think he was just getting a feel for him. No, not really. Okay, now Anna, he's all big on the analytics. I think Vado at the the, the beginning of the, the uh, in the one spot is the best option. I think we should stick with that. I just like Vado. I saw a crazy statistic there, Dad. I wish I had it, but Vado's like crazy. His on base percentage for his career is nuts. Like it's nuts. Yeah, it is. Like, it's Hall of Fame numbers. Now, one thing I don't understand is uh, they had uh, the pitcher bat in the eight-hole last night and Tucker in the nine-hole. I'm not sure yeah, like, yeah. that makes the difference. It, I, and that's like that weird analytics stuff I'm well, talking about. Well, Billy Hamilton in the nine-hole. So that on the second well, I get double leadoff. Clay Massey, the brother of me. Leadoff, but this, this, was a little, uh, this was a little strange. I don't get why you would double leadoff with Tucker Barnhart. No. That's what I don't understand. But maybe he saw something that we're not seeing. I really want to find that statistic. But anyway, so uh, – what uh, what do you all think about the Reds so far this 2019 season? Once again, I apologize for the late, but it just it's life, and we will get this thing posted. And hopefully, once things start slowing down, we'll do more of a weekly um, consistency. We talked about having some guest stars on here too. Yes, I say stars because Scott Shebler, anyone who's on our shows, Ken Griffey Jr., Johnny yeah. Bench, these guys. Yeah, I was thinking more, uh, you know, Chris Deerfield, but uh, yeah, Chris isn't allowed on the show, is he? Uh, he he. Uh, Did he, he make our shirt yet? Yeah, well, he uh, he won our pool. He won our our bracket pool. So. I still owe you five bucks for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I might have it in my wallet actually. Hey, um. So, but what have you all thought so far of the Reds this season? Has anybody got to go out to the ballpark yet? I know I haven't. I know Newman hasn't. But we've got some games data, but we're not going to talk about that on the podcast. But we got that. Yeah, we have we have a game plan. Listen, I know we're famous. We just don't Very want quickly. you. We we we're famous. We don't want you guys attacking us at the game. I'm like That's, Pete Rose. Autographs cost money. Sorry. Yes, autographs cost money. You might know who we are, but um, what have you all thought about the Reds so far? Comment on our Facebook page when we post this what you think about who your winners and losers are. Also, please share, like us. I think we have Instagram now. Uh, Is that official? Uh, I said we, for we weeks we had – We will by the end of the day. I, I said for weeks we had Instagram, and I don't think we did. If you post and you uh, subscribe, then we may like pick a do something like we pick a weekly winner or something to uh, give a shout-out maybe like every once a month come on the show with us. There you go. What do you think? That's good. You can come All on the right. show. We'll tell us some comments, some uh, some subscribers. Tell us what you think. You may be on the show. You may be the next star. You might be the spurt. next Jeremy Newman. You may be the next Red Spurt. Well, and also, I want to read this real quick. Since Votto signed his seven-year contract, I know this is crazy because we're going over, but he's been fourth in all of the MLB in average, 309. First in on-base percentage, 440. 13th in slugging, second in OPS, and sixth in war. While having made four all-star appearances and being named MVP finalist twice. That's some bang for your buck. That's some all. That is some Hall of Fame numbers, Newman. Absolutely. So anyway, what do you all think about that as well? Once again, thank you all for listening, Newman. Any final final comments? No, just stay in touch. Stay in touch. We we like to hear what you have to say. Suggestions, comments, maybe a chance to be a red spurt yourself. If you get to go out to the ballpark, let us know and tell us about your experience. Bring us back something. Any good any good food deals? Let us know about it. All right. Thank you, everybody. This has been the Red Spurts podcast with Massey and Newman. Go Reds. Thank you.